family how's body doing today this is kilt to christian episode 509 tonight is thursday which means we've got msm liars john here quick apologies uh 
apparently somebody didn't want us to finish our prayer last night. I, it took me a long time to realize that we weren't um, on live any longer. So I apologize. Uh, fortunately, God was still listening. So he did hear the prayer and I finished it and did the extra and did the extra extra. And then I was like, oh, nobody's talking. I guess we're not live any longer. So apparently what uh, living the entire Internet got shut down, right? Yes. I, I Yeah, we were sitting here and I was typing. I was um, sending something back to somebody. I think it was Kitty Karen. And I, I kept looking at the the um, screen here and it wouldn't go in, wouldn't go in and kind of looked at him. And all of a sudden my phone, I went out and I couldn't get back in. My phone was spinning. Well, so. It was one of those, kinda, like, and it was a great prayer. It was one of those, like, God talking <laughs> with me prayers. Prayer. I was like, oh, well, yeah. at least God was here listening. So the prayer still got answered, guys, whether you heard it or not. Yes. But once again, Kilt the Christian episode 509, MSM Liars Thursday. Let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven. And the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. And for those of you that did not get a chance to say hello to in the opening, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. And I guess off kilter, you may be right. Maybe Nathan was hogging all of our bandwidth over <laughs> here, planning to take over the world. He's doing taking over the world stuff on the computer, and that takes a lot of bandwidth, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Right, exactly. That's funny. Oh, yeah. It, it's interesting. Like I said, is it took me a while. I'm like, oh, well, um, I finished the show and uh, did everything <laughs> we wanted to. And I'm like, oh, look at that. The timer on my end still goes. So I couldn't tell until I noticed, you know, because usually I at least see like an amen or something after prayer. And we didn't get any of those. But well, hopefully we'll get through it tonight, guys. CIA, FBI, if that was you involved, wait till the prayer's done. Come on. Right. Or, or get rid of this when we're making fun of you. You know, so we can get back on and do our prayer. That's right. Three-letter agencies. Yeah. Evil people. Stay out of here. <laughs> Brother John, how are you doing tonight at SM Liars? John. I am doing good. I am doing good. Busy, busy. Yeah, you Christmas, had a... Baseball. Yeah, a been... lot of baseball stuff. He showed me, he said, uh, I'm doing this new AI program to get all my baseball stuff set up. And it kind of caught me off guard <laughs> until he showed me what AI to him is a piece of paper and a pen. So... <laughs> Yeah, my advanced, sophisticated IA training technologies. Yeah, exactly. Bob, man, so great to see you, my brother. Good to see you out there. We um, we're gonna be doing a show. Like I said, is uh the weekend still up? Um, I I will know tomorrow if Jeff's feeling up to doing it. We'll get on and do a Saturday show for sure. And we're gonna be doing a Monday show without question. Um, and we're gonna have uh, multiple of us on that show that night. So. It's only going to be an hour long on Christmas Eve, and we're probably going to be doing an 8 o'clock show. So it'll be kind of our weekend time that we'll be doing on Monday. That way you guys can get back with the family and so forth. And uh, we're just going to take uh, an hour just to thank Jesus for everything he's blessed us with and kind of run around the circle of brothers and, and do a little prayer. So I know uh, John will be here with us briefly. Um, if, if, if God blesses us with uh, some of his family as well, um, Jeff will be here. Douglas will be here. Um, Jay Wu will be here, so we'll, we'll we'll have a little bit of a chat and some prayers. And uh, tomorrow evening, it's going to be a very special Chasing Christmas Squirrels or Chasing Snow Squirrels. We haven't figured out what we're going to call it yet, but nonetheless, Douglas is going to be here. And he told me to tell you, 
bring your seatbelts and buckle up. So I, I know that's what I'm like. I'm like, uh oh, lot going on the news this week, and I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about it. Um, because nobody he doesn't give warnings for his normal shows, which are anything but normal. Yeah, so. at least he he gives us warnings. Or sometimes he'll be like, I'm not gonna say that here. <laughs> yeah. And then living encourages, no, go ahead. I'm like, no, if Douglas says I'm not going to say it here, there's a reason for it. So. I, always, I always get the Duncan look. He like looks over. I look over. I'm like, I'm like, like when oh. Douglas says I probably shouldn't say that here, well, I'm not going to encourage it. Um, there's a saying, let a sleeping dog lie. <laughs> but no, yeah. I, I, I always love because nobody, nobody can tell the news quite like Douglas. He, he, uh, he tells it from the heart how it is and. Let's face it, there's a lot of stuff going on in this world, and we're going to discuss a lot of that tonight. Um, things are getting sketchy and scratchy all over this world, and uh, I just, I don't know, I don't, I just, I feel like something is in the air, and this isn't going to be like that normal, relaxing, chill Christmas and New Year's um, season that we're used to, exactly. Bob says it, lock and load. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it, this is, um, I've just got this... The weird feeling, and then you know everything that you see on the news kind of backs it up. Um, well, that's how I was I'm telling hiding, you today. I'm, oh, go ahead. I'm hiding ammo in my Christmas ornaments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was telling Joseph today, man, I have anxiety really bad today. Like, not normal. <laughs> you know, not like I'm. There was no no fear, just like anxious. Yeah, no lie. Mm -hmm. I think it's. I, I think. I think it has a lot to do with them spraying mm -hmm. whatever they're spraying in the sky. No, really it is because it was tic tac toe oh. today. You know. Yeah. Off kilter says ammo in the stockings. Hopefully, like, why does my stocking feel like lead? Because it is. All right. <laughs> it's individually brass wrapped lead. Um. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope nothing. I'm praying nothing happens. But yes, there's a lot of just. The, the crazy non-good for the deep state stuff, if it's truly happening, and I'm seeing a lot of talk about this, um, it's going to be happening literally right at the beginning of the year. So, you know, we, we know how these evil people play. They, you know, when they don't want something, um, you know, just a great example. Yeah. This this week, they're going after um, Hunter, who doesn't show up. And there was a lot of talk about the crimes of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. And all of a sudden, Colorado pops out. And does its little like removal Trump from the ballot thing, you know, right. so they, they always do that. They, they're really good at switching the narrative. The problem with this one um, in particular, uh, there's multiple things, actually, but the big one is the Epstein flight list. that's going to be coming out. Um, this is the big one. And they're not going to be able to just do like something simple, like a school shooting or something that grabs our attention for a couple of days, whatever, in order to distract from this thing. It's going to be huge and it's going to be something that grabs our attention for like months going forward because we're getting closer and closer to uh, election period. Matter of mm -hmm. fact, I think January um, beginning of January is the first thing dealing with the um, GOP primaries, which is coming up. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So there, like I said, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of variables and so forth. And we'll talk about it a bit tonight. But first, uh, John, you were just talking about baseball. And um, you, uh, you are a baseball coach. We've talked about that multiple times. Um, you're phenomenal. Uh, you're, you're a really good coach. And a lot of people, um, good people, big people, um, see what you do. You know, because you're not just a, a coach. You're like a good coach. You're like a mentor to those children. Um, you, you legitimately care. You work more 
you know, with the players that aren't as good as the good players, because your job is to help them grow and become better baseball players. You know, that's one thing that I, I respect about you. I know right. a lot of the parents do as well. You know, when I played baseball, um, I wasn't great, but I could have been better. Um, I just grew up on an island where a lot of phenomenal baseball players, we, we've had like four or five people go pro um, from this little island. You know, you know how it is, like certain communities just oh, yeah. spawn. Yeah. So they focus on those people. And it's like you go for your tryouts and you know darn well the moment you start your tryouts and they've already made up their mind as to who they're going to pick. And you're basically just out there to catch a ball and to hit a ball, you know, knowing that you have, you right. know, yeah, you're just not going anywhere. So I wasn't in the position because I didn't have a name. I didn't have a family of baseball players or anything like that. So they didn't even give me the chance, you know. And like I said, every time I went out for, for a tryout, I just knew – um, literally right off the bat, it's like, okay, you can tell they've already decided who the people are. Um, right. So you that's though, what our team was made of. Yeah. was a bunch of kids that got cut from other teams and other teams rejected and threw off other teams. See, and that's so amazing. I took all those kids. That's awesome that you do that. You know what I'm saying? I wish we had had that. I had had that opportunity. Um, you know, fortunately, once I knew that that wasn't going to happen and I wasn't, believe it or not, guys, it wasn't built for football. Um, my dad and my mom were like, you're never <laughs> going to play football. Kicker. And I could have been a kicker. I could have been a kicker, but my parents, um, didn't want me to have anything to do with football because my dad played football. He's a big guy. My dad's a big dude. Um, you know, and he has all kinds of knee problems. So they didn't want me to go through with this as well. Um, so we ended up starting the soccer league on our Island. Um, you know, so it was the youth soccer. So it gave me something to, to play that, you know, I was good at. And then by the time, I was in middle school, almost going up into uh, high school. We made sure that there was a soccer team at our high school. So there was a soccer team waiting for us um, the year before I actually went up into high school. We made sure that happened. So it was awesome because we ended up, you know, having the the uh, varsity and JV team. It was awesome to see the. And this was before. You know, this is when when they used to call soccer the wuss sport and all that other stuff. Nobody had any interest in it. It was like a socialist sport or whatever. Um, you know, you know don't ask baseball players about it. Yeah. No, my kids, soccer is a dirty word to the baseball kids. Really? They won't say it. Is it because a couple of them, a couple of them play soccer, though, but and and of course the rest of the team get on them for it. But well, no, it's a it's a good sport. Unlike, I tell them all they should play it. No, oh, yeah. Well, I unlike uh, unlike baseball, you can't eat while you're playing soccer. You know, baseball is one of those things like <laughs> right. go back to the dugout, mal a hot dog. Chew some chew on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's it's kind of the the all inclusive. Like, it's like oh, yeah. dinner buffet and sport. Um, soccer, baseball is an explosive moment by moment sport. Soccer is a constant moment sport. Yeah, exactly. Like we, you average nine nine to eleven miles per soccer game, just to let you know how much you run in an average soccer game. Which is the reason that you're seeing all the players that took the vaccinations, um, dying on the pitch, um, in right. soccer. Is because you 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 sprint, your heart goes up, and then you slow down. Then you sprint, you slow down. So it's constant, like up and down cardio. That's why you see right. more soccer players going down than any other sport. Because baseball, you run when you have to. Football, you run in increments, and then you wallow, walk around for a little bit while you're setting back. You know, so there's a lot right. more like because of defense and offense switch sides every time. Yeah, exactly. You know, so um, it, yeah, so. 
that's why you're seeing all these people die on that pitch. Um, I'm seeing a lot more swimmers, oddly enough, too. But that's a lot. That's like full swimmers body. very cardio. My yeah. son used to swim, and he was – I mean, they'd go straight to the pool, and they would swim for an hour. That was their training. You go swim and swim for an hour, and you don't stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> and it's a full body workout too. Bob's off. What about golf? Eighteen holes, eighteen beers. <laughs> yeah, <That's laughs> right. if you make it to the eighteenth hole, golf is a yeah. high intensity <laughs> training regimen sport. Yeah, the, the the key is you hope you can make it to the nineteenth hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, you golf once a week, and the other six days you should be lifting weights yeah. <laughs> and not beers. <laughs> well, I, I had a a golf course in my backyard. Um, growing up and um, we were right on the first hole too. So, you know, I could go play, um, you know, half of the first hole and then the rest of the, uh, the, the other eight that followed. Um, so I had free golf and then my uncle, nice. my mother's brother, um, played professional briefly, but he ended up wanting to build golf courses. So he built some of the nicest courses in the country right now. He owns a sod farm in Georgia, pretty much four golf courses, you know, so I was very fortunate enough, although I was not a very great golfer. Um, I was fortunate enough to be taught by like Arnold Palmer and, and, uh, and some of the greats and, and, you know, in golf. So it was kind of cool to at least learn from the greats, but they were probably really disappointed because I never got rid of my slice, but I learned how to play my slice. <laughs> I just aim uh, one way and my ball ends up in the center. <laughs> if he ever runs into a situation where he's like, Hey, I got an acre of extra golf sod. <laughs> I mean, I'll dig up my yard if he wants to bring it up here. Oh yeah, I will be like, hey, <laughs> you wanna you wanna bring him some sod? Awesome. I'll put a nice little putting green out there. What's that? I'll put a nice little putting green out there. Oh yeah, you can build it right off of your deck. That'd be great. So back to baseball. Um, oh, you yeah. you were starting. Um, okay, so obviously, what the way the 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 league that you're doing. Um, you know, there's a lot of money that goes into um, travel fees, uh, you know, buses, um, equipment and just all kinds of stuff, you know, that um, many of the people's parents obviously can't necessarily afford some of this stuff. So part of what you do um, with this is you started a fundraiser um, just recently that will allow people to donate money in order to help this, uh, your team in particularly, but, you know, you know, to help them get what they need to get their travel expenses taken care of and so forth. Would you, um, first off, before, you know, you say anything, we've got links up um, already on our Kilted Christian uh, a Telegram. And so, in the chat. And in the chat. You can so, press on the link in the chat to um, copy it and you can paste it for it. So you can go right to the link. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, it is up. If you guys are, you know, interested in helping, um, helping John and the little guys out with uh, their expenses. So, if you want to, you want to talk about this a little bit before we get into conversation. I will. Thanks. Um, yeah. So it's the the name of the thing is called Baseball Mania. Charity Mania is the organization that runs it, and it's pretty cool. You get um, for twenty bucks. So instead of like, I was looking at the little cards you sell with the little stores coupons on the back. There's those, and then there's, like, coupon books you can sell. And I didn't want to do any of that stuff because I live in Kentucky, for one thing, and it's hard to go around and sell things to people. It's not like we have a big city reach that we can go to to sell stuff. So this we can do online. But you, you it's $20, and it's basically like a raffle ticket. And on the back of the digital raffle ticket or whatever, it's got 10 weeks listed of scores for Major League Baseball games. So when the season starts in April – 
for each of the 10 weeks, whatever teams are listed, if your scores are the closest to the score that's listed, then you win $400. Wow. And there's, yeah, and that's 10 weeks of that. And there's, I think there's two or three first place winners and like 10 second place winners. And then the worst three cards win $10 each. Oh, nice. So you get half the money. Like one in 32 altogether, which is pretty good. But uh, it's real simple because you just click on the link and you buy one of the cards. And then it sends me an email with the information. Um, That way when whoever wins, I get notified and I can send them the money. It goes through me. The money goes through me. So I'll be able to send out all the prize money, which is pretty cool. Exactly. Um, That's awesome. And and then, uh, yeah, $14 of the 20 goes to the team. And then $6 of the money goes to the prize money and to the charity mania place that does the fundraisers. And they also sponsor a bunch of musicians and you get, I guess, a free song download from their musicians and you do it because they pay their musicians with that money too. Okay. Awesome. So it's a pretty cool organization. It was family started. It's a family organization. I think it started in like 96. Nice. Yeah. So, so that's really cool, man. And, and like I said, we're going to, we're going to talk about this, you know, a couple times a week, <laughs> just, you know, to help you out. Cause like I said, you, you start up in spring, correct? We do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the fundraiser ends officially March 31st and anybody can share that link to anybody and anybody can go in and do it. It doesn't have to be a team related. Like you could share that link wherever. Is it a traveling team or is it a local or an independent and independent. travel team? Yeah. Okay. That was one of the so questions we, in the chat. We did do a local recreational league last season, mm-hmm. but we rolled over all the teams last year. So the, the year before we got hammered pretty much every game. Mm-hmm. And then they worked their butts off over the winter. They got really good. They got really athletic. We trained from February until March when we started last year. And they just picked up rolling. So they understand the game a lot better now. That's awesome. Like you said, Duncan, there was nobody willing to work with these kids when they put the team together. That's why my son was on the team initially. I wasn't the coach of the team. But um, my son was tried out for like four teams and didn't make any of them. So he was all downtrodden about it and everything. And they found out that he had tried out for the teams and didn't make them. So they asked him to come play because they, they had played against him a few times and they really liked the way he played ball. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm glad you're doing that too. And, you know, you guys can't see the logo, but, you know, I think what Punky um, created that logo for you, correct? Did, yeah. Yeah, that's a really oh, cool awesome. logo. Yeah. You can see it in uh, Kilted Christian though. Perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty- that's pretty awesome. Yes. And, and for those of you not interested in helping, Punky's going to come by your house with a flame, flame floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. whether it's local or it's a league, I think you yeah, best so think about that. After that, we got invited to play in a uh, elite select league this season, which is really cool. It's a really big deal for the boys to get invited to play in this league because it's a lot harder competition and it's an invite only league. So you don't get invited to it unless you're a really good team and people notice you. See, that's awesome, man. You know, and I'm sure you guys are going to do good. Like I said, you're a good coach. You work with all the players. That's, you know, one thing about the teams, they always, I mean, growing up, it's different when you get into like, you know, college or something like that. They'll work with everybody because it's in their benefit. They want everybody to be good. Um, but when you're younger, yeah, they do. They spend a lot of time focusing on the yeah. already decent people and then they, you know, don't pay attention to the rest. And you, you've got examples um, with what you do, particularly about some of the kids that weren't the best. And what happened yeah. is you sat there and you worked with them and, and those guys ended up becoming some of your better players. Yeah. And they, and they are such a good team for going through all the failures they've gone through. Like losing doesn't phase them like it used to, you know, and 
they know they're confident they can go out there and win or if they get beat, it's not a big deal. They know they can beat that team next time. Yeah, exactly. Because they didn't have that confidence a long time ago. Perfect. It's like the bad news, Bob says, the bad news bears, the bad mm-hmm. news beasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bad news beasts. Right? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a real good one. And it's really good to support the kids, you know, it keeps the kids out of troubles when, trouble when they're playing sports. Yeah, there's so many. So yeah. that you've got to start them young and it just keeps them with, you know, in a team atmosphere. <laughs> and it's just not about you. It's all about your team. I, my daughter traveled basketball all over Oregon, Idaho, California, and stuff like that. And it was the best thing for her. So... That's yeah, a good thing to support. It definitely kept me out of trouble. Yeah. It keeps a lot, I mean, a lot of kids off the streets. Yeah. It kept <laughs> me, uh, I, I bounced back and forth. I would like go to soccer practice and then surf for that final mm-hmm. hour before the sun went down. So I was like, and then hopping up and maybe surfing before school and then going to school. So I was literally, I stayed busy doing athletics and that, you know, for the most part kept me out of a lot of trouble. Cause, uh, yeah, this little Island that I grew up on wonderful right. Island. Um, but that's the thing is that, you know, you get, especially the places where there's not a lot to do. I'm surprised there's not as much rabble rousing going on here in Flemingsburg because the kids don't have much to do, you yeah, know, and that's sure. where you start getting uh, the, the, the problem sometimes, but they need a soccer coach. Maybe we start a soccer league. Yeah. Or a soccer team or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We we've got a soccer team here. A couple of them. Cow tipping. Right. Yeah, cow tipping. <laughs> oh, you're funny kitty. <laughs> You know, we didn't have Probably the this, this year, we could do last that. year that we had this year because of the league we were in provided our fields and our umpires mm-hmm. and yes equipment for us to use. And it's different this year with us being independent because I have to I have to rent fields. I have to get umpires for all fifty of our games. We have to pay for all the tournaments, it, the travel costs, the field costs, the the uniforms because the mm-hmm. league provided uniforms before we had to buy uniforms. That's expensive, stupid uniforms. Yeah. Oh, really? And they are? Do they have to wear a full like um, the uh, the full uniform? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 A lot of the tournaments require you to be matching uniforms. Yeah. Well, if I learned anything from any episode of Seinfeld, it's uh, don't let your baseball players play in cotton uniforms. <laughs> that's what you learned from Seinfeld yeah I didn't watch too much of it but I did remember that episode he's like you know I learned we- to not even try to get soup in New York City yeah and don't get soup in New York City mm-hmm. exactly those are the two valuable lessons that came from Seinfeld oh my god well we wish your team the best and we're here to help you out and I'll keep putting Thanks, in the chats and stuff it. like that so we can get some you know get you guys some help hopefully we can uh my assistant coach has a GoPro, so we're going to try and set up some video so we can record our games this season. If we do, I'll post videos. Oh, yeah. It's a great thing is they all have Wi-Fi now, mm-hmm. so you can just literally live stream games. Which is awesome. Yeah. So I'll post videos of the kids. Oh, that'd be great. We'd love to okay. see it. You know, very least, you know, some clips or something like that. If you know anybody that knows how to edit, <clears throat> I can shorten some clips for you. Get <laughs> highlight <laughs> reels. <laughs> I think I've done that before. I yeah, think you have. I think I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get into a little bit of news, man. You know, we'll, we're going to kind of just go through a lot of news tonight because there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And I'd just love to have a little back and forth um, with you about this. So first crazy thing, things going on in the world for real. Every Believe it or not, man, it didn't stop because we asked it to. Man, go figure. I thought if I went it, into my cocoon, it would I'd come out and the world would have morphed into a beautiful butterfly. No, not. No, it turned into a Mothra. 
A turd moth? Yeah, like turned into a turd moth, exactly. It definitely isn't a beautiful butterfly. It's more like something vicious and poisonous that flies to the sky and, and eats you. That's kind of where the world's going right now. Um, surf falcons start off in the um, Polish public media. So listen to this, and, and don't think for a second that this isn't going to come to our country here soon. Polish public media chiefs were dismissed. The news channel stops broadcasting in the middle of programming as a new pro-European government takes control. So they literally sent in a police state to shut down the news stations while they were live and uh, ended up taking complete control of their, uh, of their media. Interesting. Yeah. So now the, the, who went in and shut it down? Um, the, uh, pro, uh, the new pro-European government, um, took control and it was made up of, of, uh, basically a uh, police state, you know, a bunch of like police state officers. Okay. So basically brown shirts, like, yeah, exactly. But they all have the policia on the back of their, their, you know, I'm just doing my job kind of people. But they shut down the mainstream media news. Yeah. As it was going live. Yeah. They walked in there, seized it, um, shut it down and then took control. So. Man, that just twists me up a little bit because that'd be like our CIA going in and raiding 12, Channel 12, you know, ABC, right? Yeah, and we've already got examples of, uh, you know, them having legal propaganda and stuff on our news. But this is like straight up like, you know, Nazi walking in and completely taking absolute control over everything. And, and this is just... You know, like but I said, they, they already they, have covert control of the mainstream media. Yeah, they've got covert control here, you know, to the point where still people there's people out there that don't realize that, that it's owned and run by our government. Um, so it, this it, is it like just, in your it, face. Right. It makes me question why they would all of a sudden go from covertly running their mainstream media to overtly coming out and taking it over like that. In my opinion, the same thing they do everywhere is they always use certain countries to do little tests. Yeah. I, yeah, it's that's that's interesting. It's interesting to see yeah, see the level of resistance they would get. I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So next uh, we've got. Um, so this is interesting too. Oregon Democrats ban Republicans from running for office. So Republicans who hate Trump think that they will be exempt because they're backing them up, but they will not be. Um, and like I said, they, they literally have made it to the point where some of the people that were planning on running again can no longer run, sp specifically Republicans. Kind of the same little loophole back thing deal that they just did over in Colorado with Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like coming up with certain things, even though nobody was accused of doing or actually did anything. But they were saying, hey, you guys are looking at it this way. You're a problem. So um, once it, 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 everything seems to start over that direction, doesn't it? It does. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Always seems to start over at Oregon or something like that. Cause that's, that is America's testing zone. Like that North it, it, Northwest. And I, where's Colorado on? I mean, it, it was a, it was a red state for a long time, but is it, it a red state still? I don't, I, I think the majority of it is, but then you get into the, the cities and it's the same right, thing like in almost every state where we even Kentucky, which is a pretty red state. Um, but you get into um, Lexington, you get into Louisville and some of these other places and we've you've got, got just major, major liberals everywhere. You know, so and of course, outside of those cities, our population density is very small. Yeah, exactly. 
that's the thing. You know, you, you, the majority of, of Kentucky is made up of towns of like maybe 10,000 down to 2,800, you know, like small areas. And then everyone's just compact in your city. So it's the same thing um, in most states. But like I said, is Kentucky just a great example because you talk to anyone where you live, you talk to anyone where I live, and everyone's like Christian conservative. But all you need to do is just venture into any one of those cities, and it's a completely different scenario. It is. You know, and uh, the reason that they held off on this, and we're, we're watching the other states too, this is because I was saying earlier is that the the beginning of the whole um, GOP primary starts like in uh, mid or early to mid-January. So what do you do is Colorado literally held off on their verdict until right before Christmas break. So everyone goes on Christmas break and will they be back like in time for, you know, this whole deal to start. Um, And now removing them off the ballot, does that remove him off the primary ballot though? No, it removed him off the primary. It it basically, it it says that he can't run against DeSantis and Haley and uh, Ramswamy or any of those. So it basically takes them off. At the very, very beginning. And as I posed the question last night, why would they do this? Um, well, we know why. They like to cheat, but they've gotten really good at cheating over the years. We've seen examples of that in every election, and you know, in the last like, you know, at least five elections, you know, definitely during anything that Trump's been involved in. So my question is what numbers are they seeing that they know that they're not gonna be able to cheat enough in order to rig this election? So they're having to start early because like I said, this is in your face. It's unconstitutional. It's right, right in your face. This is a a color revolution happening right in front of our eyes. And a lot of people, um, you know, most Republicans, um, except for the rhinos, a lot of your fair minded Democrats, um, your your uh, normal Democrats are like, well, this is unconstitutional. But then you still have that big group of people out there that are like, well, you know, and they, they come up with whatever excuse to make it. Well, you don't have to be held you don't have to be guilty of doing this. You can just, you know, you do, this is America. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever you do, you you have to be found guilty of of doing something. You can't just go, well, he did this. Let's take him off. It doesn't work like that. So I'm just, the excuses that I'm seeing from these like completely indoctrinated liberals is just unbelievable because I even said it, if this same thing was happening um, to Biden, I would be like, no, this is unfair. And I've even seen people say, well, let's remove Biden from the ballot. And I'm like, no, you know what I'm saying? We don't, we, we play by the constitutional rules. And the moment that you start playing their game and going against the constitution, how are you any better? And all you're doing is giving them more fodder to just change the constitution. Right. And, you know, uh, Colorado can't be the only state that does it for it to actually work. If that's their plan to, to use that uh, means. Because it's not enough. Yeah. They could, they, you know, they could win 10 states potentially, but if they can't get him off Texas, California, New York, which maybe they can't get him off of those ballots before then. Well, they, um, like Cricket said, you know, nine other states did it supposedly. Well, yeah. So there's like nine other states. And I believe I have the list around somewhere. If I come across it, I'll let you guys know. Um, yeah, there's there's a bunch of other states that are trying to okay. pull the same thing. And notice they waited to till the 12 o'clock hour or the 11 o'clock hour to start doing this stuff. And it's because they know like, what can you get done about it? The Supreme court should have jumped on this ASAP and made an example for the rest of those states that are trying to do this. Um, but I just, I don't trust our Supreme court. And a lot of people are like, well, the Supreme court's going to overturn it. And legally they absolutely should. Um, right. but at the very least, 
I mean, it's not, and it's not the very least, but at the very least, what are they doing? They're trying to um, start a civil war. They're trying to get the Patriots all riled up right now. And, you know, because they know that we're worn out. They know that we're tired. They know that we've been watching this unfair system for a long time. And they know that there's going to be a point where people step up and rebel. So they're going to push it this way. And, and they have, they don't care about the citizens of the country. They would be so happy to have a civil war, us fighting one another instead of fighting our real enemy. And that's the whole thing is like, you know, I try not to rag on the Democrats or anything too much because it's a uniparty system. Um, we need to come together on, on one board and realize that, you know, we're all pawns in a game. They will kill us so they don't get killed. They will do, you know, do anything they can, whether it's harming citizens of this country in order to distract from their crimes, which is why I just feel that something certainly is coming um, that isn't going to be pretty in this country because they're going to need some big, big distraction. This isn't like a another state funeral kind of distraction or a school shooting distraction. Like this is going to be something that needs to grab our attention in a bigger way, actually, than 9-11. In a long term, yeah, something that's going to last. Yeah. You know, it's going to have to have long term implications because short and quick, even if it is really terrible, our attention spans only 30 seconds now. No, it, it yeah, it is. It is. So, you know, even if it's really bad, if, it, if it's not something that's lasting or has a lasting effect on individuals, it's not going to have the effect I think they'd like it to have. Yeah. So I think, and like uh, somebody said in chat, I don't know who said it. We're smart enough to not fall for that. Most of the Patriots. Most of the Patriots, yeah. And I, I agree with that 100%. But there's always a point where people, you know, where is that point? You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, though, is that we don't need to go after anybody, any people, any regular folk. We need, you know, it's the government that we need to remove. And, and you know, the, the Constitutional Declaration of doesn't say that you can just remove the citizens. It says you can remove the tyranny from government. That is the enemy. Um, so right. JD, JD23 put up the, the list. Thank you so much. Um, so these are the states right now that are following in Colorado's lead. And some of them are surprising. Mm -hmm. Alaska, Arizona, Maine, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, South Carolina, Texas, Vermont, West Virginia, Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Thank you, JD23. Um, yeah, that I mean, that's insane. That's a lot of them, but... I'll be honest, like Texas and, and South Carolina kind of surprised me, but I can promise you that it's rhinos and, and the liberals that are, that are pushing this through right now. Um, right. And has only the Colorado Supreme court heard this and not our federal Supreme court? No, the federal it's supposed to be going into their hands. And in my opinion, it should have gone into their hands like two days ago when it happened. Yep. They so sure. This list wouldn't have happened. You know, I mean, it would have stopped on, you know, they would have thought twice if they would have already ruled on it and took a look at it, then this list would be no. I think there's some legal, um, I think there's certain legal proceedings that have to be followed for it to get to that point mm -hmm. to where it goes that there. Mm -hmm. So they might have had to wait for that to exhaust in Colorado first or something like that. Yeah, but, I don't know how it works. Yeah, but what? what is the time on this? You know what I'm saying? Like I said, is we're running out of time. So, um, and you know, Colorado does say that they're going to, you know, go through the goat and create the caucus so that they're the ones that make that decision. Um, you know, which is fair and it depends on which way they go, because if they were honest, like Trump is way ahead of all of them everywhere. He's, oh, he's, he's way further ahead of Biden. than They're even letting you know. Um, 
the true patriot says and you have y'all seen the video of the biker vets um yes yeah we we have you don't want to push for a civil war because these are the people that are you know they're they're I'm not against these guys. Like I said, I think that it's good because they're doing what I think everybody should be doing is at least trying to come up with a game plan. Um, you know, because there's no way around it that if they end up cheating this one or they end up doing something and it's going to become before I, I still, I'm telling you, we're not going to have a 2024 election. I don't know how it's going to proceed, but we're not going to have a 2024 election. Um, the thing is though, is that where's that point where people are like, we've had it. Cause we don't want to, we, the last thing we want to do is get pulled or pushed into the deep states. Like, let's get these guys to fight each other. Right. They, the last thing they want to do is that, you know, but I also feel just like our early forefather patriots gathered in coffee shops and drank tea and coffee and some pints, I'm sure, to discuss, listen, guys, what are our options right now? This is something that we should absolutely as patriots be considering. We don't want to get pulled into what they want us to do but we also have to be prepared to step up and do what we need to do. And, and I, you know, I think that 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 does make me caution myself against about Trump a little bit. Not at all that I wouldn't vote for him. If, if the election was today and there were those choices that he would be the first one I'd vote for. Yeah. If I still disagree with the whole vaccine thing. But I, the concern is him being so useful and drawing in the amount of people that he draws in that them removing him from the ballot splits us as a nation. No, it does into those sects and, and it's done with intent and we're not seeing that intent because of the following that he has. Oh yeah. You know, if that makes sense. No, it, it so absolutely what, does. So it, it cautions me against him if he's not on the ballot and how far are you going to push back for him not being on the ballot? See, no. and this is the thing, because we're also dealing with the bigger equation, which we'll get into in a moment. Um, it's not even the liberals versus, you know, the, the Republicans or the conservatives. It's the immigration that's happening right now. And it's becoming more and more apparent what they are up to. And, and we'll get to that here in a moment. But first, um, so China has been funding the Democrat Party. So while our FBI is concerned oh. about adding extra letters to their website on the LGBTQ, BZ, RGT, plus, 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 plus. Um, this is what's happening in the United States. So James O'Keefe just released a bombshell claiming that 60% of the Act Blue, remember Act Blue? That um, oh, yeah. went to Act Blue, it, it literally links you to the um, Democrat um, funding. So 60% of the Act Blue donations they investigated are all coming from China. China. So this means that the Chinese Communist Party is literally funding the Democrat Party and influencing wow. American elections. So where are the arrests? Where are the congressional hearings? Where is an investigation period? What are you doing, FBI? Mm -hmm. Who, whose side do you want? You, you are obviously here right now to go after grandmas in January 6th that spilled coffee at the entrance of the walkway or um, a beautiful man reading a Bible on the steps of Congress or people standing outside of Congress. And now, as we found out last night, um, they're coming after us. Yes. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. coming after the, the journalists, mm, the the, journalists. The, like, like Steve and me, we did a long show for Patriot Tangents and voice on the day of January 6th. We decided not to go because we wanted a, a stable line so that we could actually bring those people into our show and give them a platform to tell us what was going on. 
they're coming after those people now. So you don't even have to be on the grounds Around of Washington there. that day. Um, if you were reporting that day, you are now um, on the watch list of the FBI. All right. Slightly concerning. I was reporting, but I was reporting from Kentucky's capital that day. Because mm -hmm. we had rallies in each capital, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. So so here's the thing, you know, and I don't really care. Matter of fact, I looked at her. I was like, let him come to my house, you know, and I just really mean that. <laughs> I will, uh, I will open my door with the new hats that we ended up finally, finally getting today, guys. So we're going to get all those things sent out. We finally got the hats in today awesome. and they look pretty nice. <laughs> I think our sheriffs scare the, uh, feds. Well, hopefully our sheriffs are constitutional sheriffs. Well, our, we know we, ours, ours says is, he is. We yeah. asked him straight to his face. Yeah, we asked him. To, I mean, it was straight to his face. He kind of like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, ours seems to, or at least, you know, mm -hmm. verbally he says he is. Because um, I like straight up asked him. I was like, I got one question for you. Are you constitutional sheriff? Are you going to protect us if our government gets too big for its britches? He's like, huh, that's weird. He asked me that same question. He pointed over to Footloose, um, Dave Gribble, who was on our show earlier. Yeah, at the beginning of the week. Um, yeah, so he literally had asked him the same exact question that I asked him. It's like, you know, I guess he wasn't too surprised that we knew each other. But look, if I need if I need to answer, if I need the answer for 100 questions, I can ask it with one. Are you right. a constitutional sheriff? Or are you going to stand by and protect your community if our government gets too big for its britches. Right. Because yeah, I've uh, met my sheriff a couple of times and sat down and met him in his office and had a couple of meetings with him. And he just sat down. He just goes, he went on for two hours himself about it. Like, it's great. It's great to listen to him. And he's, he's an older guy. So he's a lot less reserved with his language and, it's just great to listen to him. <laughs> oh, Steve but, says, and, you know, he gives, gives me his phone number. If they ever show up at your house, you call me right away. We'll send deputies over there right away. Like they, they don't want anything to do with them here. I will make my call to the sheriff's department after I call some of my neighbors. Be like, all right, <laughs> boys, come on over. And then I'm calling the sheriff. <laughs> Protection first, like the ones that you really know are going to protect you. So, you know, Steve um, Cusick says, that, you know, his sheriff down there, won't even talk with us, why so I won't vote for him. And I wouldn't either. You know what I'm saying? Like any politician, any politician. That's why I wasn't really, you know, with Cameron when we went to his rally, you know, I would have I would have liked him a little bit more if he had taken any questions. But he went up there, he rattled off the same thing that he's probably said at every little city that he's ever gone to, went to a photo op and then left. And it's like, dude, forget the photo op. I don't care. Yeah about any photos. I don't care about pictures. I want to hear you answer some damn questions from the people that live right here. Forget and Cameron's the whole point was to get Bashir reelected. Was to get what? Bashir reelected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, another cheating. Yeah, so we're stuck with him for another four. Mm -hmm. oh, I know. I know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not much we can do unless, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Nobody's going to do anything. What am I talking about? <laughs> so <laughs> at least we have a good house and Senate in our state that usually veto anything stupid he does. No, exactly. And they can the still, power to veto him. they can still pull that power of the veto, you know? Yeah. Um, so next we have a, and this is interesting too, because last night I talked about, you know, some similarities to what's happening right now. 
and what's happening over, um, or excuse me, what's happening right now with Trump and what happened with Lincoln back in the day. And we talked about how um, Lincoln was literally removed from the ballot by Democrats. Found out today that he's actually, uh, they tried to do a mail-in voting scam back then too. <laughs> yes. Unreal. What does it say? Nothing new under the sun? Right? Can you believe that? Back then. Well, now they combined Lincoln with the Spanish flu and they threw it all in at the same time. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I read that today too. Yeah. So now let's get into the nitty gritty of the border right now. So we've, okay, we, we have had, from what I was digging in today, roughly 9 million people come in, in this presidency. It's a lot of people, man. There's, there's, that's, million. that's bigger than some states. All right. 9 million immigrants have come in here. So the first thing is that they have been given anywhere from six to eight years before they have to show up in court. So by our current laws, they won't be able to work in this place legally. So mm -hmm. guess who gets to cover these people for the next six to eight years? We do. Um, so then on top of the 9 million that we've just discussed in the last month, we have had more people come across those borders than the last couple of months combined. So right. the question is, what's the hurry? Well, and like Gulf Kilter said, dwarfs our military. Yeah, that's 18 times the number yes. of our enlisted soldiers. Exactly. Unfortunately, we live in a land of armed citizens. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you did are willing to protect your country. And then those vets that we discussed earlier. So like I said, you know, so, it, you know, they can want to push it into a civil war, but they may end up pulling us into an actual war of some kind, you know, because like I said, we discussed uh, last night is these people don't care. Like if they were to ask any one of our um, people that are in the military right now, there's a 80 percent chance that they're going to be like, um, I, I don't think that I should take that order. You know what I'm saying? It's going against the for our country because there's still they are still people that have brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers right. that live here. But these foreigners don't. And right. And when you take them over, you, you get their houses too. Yeah. And you get to take over their lives when you take them out. Yeah. So now we've had, uh, I think today, the, the last number that I saw, and this was like probably about two o'clock in the afternoon, it said that 11,800 people came across our border today. And that was an Eagle Pass. That's not including um, what came across in Arizona. They're saying that they're getting about 150 to 200 people um, like every 15 minutes, that every you know half hour or something in some areas. And, and those are the areas that they're monitoring because they're so overwhelmed in the main spots that they're coming in that they don't have the manpower to look along the rest of that border where they are coming in literally all over the place. Right. Um, and I've been saying for a long time, many of us agree that there's a, a, they're, they're creating sleeper cells in this country. And, you know, they're going to end up putting it against the people. They're going to create some kind of mischief war. I'm, I swear this is, I think this is UN involvement. And there's a couple of things that, that actually kind of verified that again today. And I'll get to that once I get to it, but I'm going to play this little quick video here. So it says, if you think these military age men are not going to be used to attack us a way worse than 2020, you'd be mistaken. Did you know that they get $5,000 gift cards and the UN is giving them weapons? 2024 should be a wild ride. So I'm going to listen, listen to this. A terrorist attack. And we now know it was orchestrated by the American deep state. 
and the American deep state are now planning a second large-scale terror attack. It is 100% a terror attack to take down the internet, a global cyber attack around the 2024 US election. They are rehearsing it just like Event 201 rehearsed a global pandemic. They're not too smart, bit of a tell. They're now doing a tabletop rehearsal of this large-scale global cyber attack slash terror attack by the deep state of America, the Democrats, right? And it's called Killware, being rehearsed by the CIA, believed to happen around the 2024 US election. Of course, they want to install their person, their compromised pro-China person, and you just won't know about it. There won't be news. There won't be television. There won't be internet because they're not interested in your opinion. Not on X, not on Facebook, not at the ballot box. Fuck you. And this is why war criminals like the former British Prime Minister Tony Blair are so gung-ho about digital ID. Now, Klaus Schwab uh, told us about, oh, we are at risk of a large-scale global cyber attack. Terror attack, Klaus. Let's call it what it is. And then Barry and Mike Obama released Leave the World Behind because in the future they want to go, oh, we just didn't know. It's like a massive coincidence that we showed this in a movie, right? So we won't know who won the U.S. election. It will be someone who's compromised and pro-China, right? Their person installed, selected, not elected, I mean, we have to stop these people because they're telling us they're going to do it. And that's why they want us to have digital ID and digital assets. Because in a cyber attack, we'll all be wiped out financially. We'll all go back to zero, ground zero. We'll all be equal. Rich people, you better listen up if you're sitting on your hands doing fuck all, thinking you're peachy and it's all good. We will all go back to nothing. People can come onto your land, into your house and say, I'm sorry, it's mine. Just like the movie, Leave the World Behind. We will be fucked. I don't know what it is about British people cursing, but they sound polite. <laughs> it's like, it sounds so polite. Like peachy. <laughs> They're the most sophisticated cussers in the world. For I sure. know, man. It's so, it is, it is so, it, it, it just sounds polite. It's like normal. Like, wait a minute. Did you just say what I thought she said? Um, yeah. I think it's part of their speech. JG23. You know, that's something that my mom would do. I'm like, I need a bazooka. And she's like, sweet. And she'll give me like loads of bazooka bubble gum. <laughs> like, no, not the same thing. I can't throw that at enough people. Um, but she's right, man. Uh, and this is just all over the world. And, they, and the thing is, though, is that other people and other countries also understand the importance of what's happening here in America because they know that what happens here is going to affect them in a major way. Um, yes, they do. And it's coming. Like the, the, I mean, it's coming. Like I said, well, I don't know what, I don't know when, but I know that this year is not going to be, you, you think that the last like four years have been crazy? Wait until 2024. And I'm not wishing it. I'm just saying that there's a lot at stake right now. You thought there was a lot at stake in 2016 and 2020? Whew. What she's saying makes a whole lot of sense. And one of their last plays is going to be shutting everything down. So there's no communication. 100%. What they want. You can't oh, yeah. call somebody to say, hey, hey, somebody's breaking into my house. Hey. You can't you know, call get... anybody to gather either. You know, I mean, it's like... how many people have still have landline home phones? Yeah. And they're not going to fall for the, the next fake demic. You know, for the most part, people are like, mm -hmm. I'm not falling for that. that. Yep. So when they try to lock you down, they're going to be like, nope. nope. And they try to make your wasp be like, no, nope. I'm not wearing any masks. Nope, no, no poison for me. 
you know, so they're going to end up having to do mm -hmm. something on, on that scale. But the thing is though, is that everything that they're going to do has to be timed right because you can't like, like waste. It's, it's kind of like they're, um, when they put the bodies on ice, as they say, you know, with like um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, great example. She was gone well before the public right. knew she was gone, but they held her, um, for a while so that they could utilize that state funeral as a distraction at an appropriate time where they needed it because you can't go reusing certain things, you know, so you can't just like go shutting down, um, internet and communication and be like, whoops, wrong time. And then do it again. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like everything and has to need be it too. Yeah. So everything's going to be timed right up with their craziness. The big, like I said, the big thing though is this Epstein, um, client list. So, so, okay. As of today, you know, I heard 170 names yesterday. Today, I heard 150. Um, I don't know what that was because apparently, so they had said that they, uh, they were going to allow people to petition in order to keep their name sealed, mm -hmm. not going public. And I'm like, oh gosh, here we go. So apparently they, they have only, the judges have overturned every single petition except for three. Now, what they're saying may be different from the reality, but what they're trying to say right now is that these three that are, have been sealed were actually victims like youth that, uh, didn't have anything to do with being the Johns or the, the purchases or anything like underage. that. Yeah. Underage. Mm -hmm. Um, or Which at least under underage at the time. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense as to why their names would be sealed. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I don't know. Um, you know, cause I don't believe anything that they, they tell you publicly, but nonetheless, there's only three, but then again, like I said, I heard 170 names yesterday. And then I heard 150 today. So are they just going to like sweep those under the That's rug? Too? I was hearing was like 170 or 177. Yeah. yeah today like I've seen 150, um, minus the three that they've removed from that list. Now this is supposed to come out as early as January 1st. Hmm. Um, which to me is a little weird yeah. timing. Cause I don't even know if the, uh, if anyone's going to be working on, you know, that time especially on the first, you know, I'd imagine not because Are you our, talking about Congress? our Congress and yeah. our Senate don't like to work uh -uh. during regular work season. <laughs> no. So like, I'm, I'm sure they're not going to yeah. be popping in, but yeah, it's, it's a uh, Bob. It is 2024 January as early as January 1st, 2024 mm -hmm. is when this is supposed to be released. So I, mean, I have a question. Yeah. Um, do, uh, satellite phones, if everything goes down, do satellite phones still can still work because okay. that's ran by theoretically, us, right? Yeah, theoretically, oh. a satellite phones are like your safe your safe call. Mm -hmm. And then remember, they passed out a bunch of the satellite phones to Congress and Senate to some of those members. But I also want to resort back to the movie that we were just talking about a couple weeks ago, Leave the World Behind, where the satellite phones didn't work either because uh, those well, they were could turn those satellite were, off. Yeah, those were targeted um, as well. Oh, so they're not? They'll be targeted. Yeah. Exactly. In the movie, the satellites were targeted okay. as well. Oh, okay. So if you if you take, but you also got to remember we've got Nero or not Neuralink. We've got Neuralink. No. We've got um Starlink as well. Well, that's aren't isn't that what they're hooked to? No. Uh, okay. Better. I'm. I'm Those are completely long. separate, supposedly. And, and then but, ham radios. And then too. Deuce Sprinklers brings up that one. Ham radios is probably going to be the best option that you've got. Okay. Um, right. you know, minus an EMP. But the thing is, though, is, you know, you can find some high tower somewhere that this towers are still around and you can just utilize, you know, one of our standing towers just for a little bit more reach. Um, you know, so that'll probably be our, our best option is going to end up being like ham radio and smoke signals. So we'll see. 
but nonetheless um be prepared you know get everything in order this is the time right now where you really want to get mm -hmm. to know your community because your community at least you can just ride down the road and be like matt have we need you over here to stand by our home <laughs> and we'll do the same for you yeah you saw my little my little neighborhood here we got extra chickens now neighbors growing chickens neighbors growing gardens now my mother-in-law lives four houses down the street they hunt all the time yeah you're good we're, we're pretty set right here yeah. we got a we got a strong little we got to start hunting too bye-bye <laughs> yeah we got to start hunting too yeah we do we're gonna have to start hunting around this area so uh next <clears throat> Um, Lindsey Graham, or excuse me, Texas Lindsey, this is uh, another person, not Lindsey Graham, has spoken with a member of Julian Assange's team who confirmed that Seth Rich leaked DNC emails to WikiLeaks prior to his unsolved murder with uh, that contradicts Mueller's report that was blamed on Russia. So this stuff came out today as well, um, which is pretty big, is you know, pretty big news. So, um, you know, like I said, it's all these little things that they're starting to talk about, and that that kind of all these things are being opened up because, but once again, the Seth Rich stuff was supposed to be released um, last Thursday, and I'd never heard anything more whatsoever about it. You remember that? All the information, the mm -hmm. the drives, the computers, like right. everything. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing how quick things disappear. Yeah, exactly. Um, next, uh, only three names will remain. This is what I was talking about. Only three names will remain sealed on the 150 of the associates connected to the Jeffrey Epstein and Gisley Maxwell set to be released in the new year. 13 people fought to keep their names sealed. However, were unsuccessful as the judges determined. No, not going to happen. So what about the other 117? That's what I want to know. I want to know about all the rest of them, not to mention what happened to the extra 20 that were, you know, that were the 170 like yesterday. Right. Were the ones not fighting to keep their name sealed, actors, actresses, and dead people? Yeah. Yeah. Um, next, Ashley St. Clair. I am a uh I'm in the position of legitimate major airline boarding passes. So she got some information about the, the airline boarding passes for migrants that quite literally have the name printed as no name given. So when, oh, when we step on an airplane or gosh. enter an airport or anything like that, what happens to us? Without our ID or passport, we can't get on. We can't yes. get on. They give you super pat downs. They decide, hey, your name's on the list. I'm not going to let you in. But these guys right here, I mean, can literally walk on a plane with a ticket that says no name given on the ticket. Going anywhere they want to around this country on our dime. You know, Sir, which, is that a machete in your waistband? Yes, it yes. is. All right. Yes, please enter. You're okay. only allowed one machete okay. per person. Right. <laughs> um, no kidding. So that brings me to my next question. Oh. Um, so Texas has been granted the ability to start removing um, people, to start arresting mm -hmm. illegals as they're coming across that border. But Abbott is still boarding people on the airplanes in the hundreds and sending them over to other states. So <laughs> we know that, that they're putting these immigrants in certain states, in Democrat sleeper states, you know, just waiting to do their job. So they, they claim it to be like, ha, 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 we're getting back at these sanctuary cities and giving them what they think they want. But is he? Or is he working for China and doing and doing the UN's business and literally helping these people get to their sleeper their, their sleeper cell holds? Mm. Much rather contain them in one little spot somewhere. 
Yeah. So what? Let's bring a bunch of people we don't know and spread them out throughout the country, or let's contain them in one area and keep them secure. I, I, one seems like a better option. Yeah. But you know that they're just like, they're running them through. You know how we have to wait in line and go through the long line to have our stuff to be checked through the scanner. They're not even doing that with them. That's what, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Bergman. Yeah, Bergman and uh, uh, O'Keefe. Yeah, are they? I mean, he had a he had he was actually in Phoenix Airport, or I'm um, excuse me, Tucson Air, Airport, and he was filming in there as they just walked him right through, and everybody else is standing in line. Yeah, and, so they didn't and even for security. Nope, nope, no. Just bypassed it, and they're flying for free, and we're paying three. 300 for a round trip, 400 for a round trip. That and wherever just, they go, we're paying for their stay and their food. Their stay, their food, their housing. Now they got, they get, they get what, $5,000 when they come over the border. And then now they're going to get free health care. It's right. just sickening. Bob, Bob says, uh, was it Punky that said, you know, Ethan Hawk was a sissy? <laughs> I, we, <laughs> we've literally, like, we've been um, watching Stranger Things and, uh, I guess Ethan Hawke's daughter is in that show. And I, we've been literally trying to figure out if she's a dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not 11. Not 11. No, it's a, uh, another girl that, that um, is uh, playing uh, a lesbian role. Uma Thurman's daughter. Yeah. Uma Thurman's daughter. And this okay. whole time I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a dude. Oh, <laughs> I can't even tell anymore. <laughs> yeah. The gay one. Exactly. Bob, <laughs> Bob's like the gay one. Yes. The gay one. Um, so next, uh, Capitol Police, guys ready for this one? Probably, everyone's about to be surprised as can be. Capitol Police are investigating a second sex video that took place in the Senate building <laughs> by a different aide. Like, not even the same person. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they have to clean vegetable oil off the Senate desk when they go in there every day. I know, they're probably Ugh. like, where did, where did these butt prints come from that are on every desk? Like, <laughs> what? Man, this is so crazy. This is insane. Um, what an odd-shaped paperweight. Where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> tree Patriot says, yuck, John, just yuck. You know how hard it is to make Tree Patriot say yuck? You literally had him say it twice in one sentence, man. <laughs> Nothing makes him grossed out, man. Look at that, John. You hit it. He says, yuck, John, just yuck. <laughs> so, um, but on a good note, before we get into next news, so this is awesome. And I was really, I think we were all surprised. Moonwolf, I'm sorry, man. I just outed you as hanging out with us and watching <laughs> Hallmark at nighttime with our mom. Um, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting because tonight um, on Hallmark movie, they had a new one on Thursday night. And it was, uh, what was it called? Bethlehem, Pennsylvania or something like yes. that? Yes. Yeah. And uh, like literally that. this movie like talked about Jesus and God and they prayed in church. And <laughs> yeah. the baby's name was Natalie, which means uh, Christmas and. And the mom's name was Mary, Mary. and then Joseph was the the, the, the guy that was helping her. Like it was it was really cool. This is the only Hallmark movie because matter of fact, like um <laughs> Yeah, Jay was like, What? Um, most of those movies Hallmark um, movies and mysteries. Yeah, it was Hallmark movies and mysteries. Mm -hmm. Um I'm, I'm still waiting. I bet you by next year they're gonna have Hallmark Flamers. It'll be Hellmark. Hellmark <laughs> Flamers. They're just gonna have their own gay version of Hallmark at some point because they're trying to sneak it in and no one's having it. Yeah, it was on television tonight. It's called Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh -huh. It was a very like God heavy yeah. show. 
um, usually in like most Hallmark movies, they'll sing all the different Christmas carols, but it's like Jingle Bells, Frosted Snowman, Rudolph the Re you know, those kind of things. This movie right here only played the Christ related, um, you know, Little Town in Bethlehem, those type of things. Nice. Um, it was all about the mangers and, yeah, and it was, really it, the whole movie was literally a modern day example of what took place. They even had a dog named Donkey. A dog named Donkey. Yes, a dog named Donkey. Um, but it was but pretty. Did they have a donkey named Frank. No, no. The, the donkey's name was Dog. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Transmart. There we go. Yeah, Jay Wu. If you're only here for the conversation that we had, that will never ever be announced or mentioned on this show, where we were coming up with all the titles for any of those new gay Christmas <laughs> films that were coming out. Man, it was it was pretty bad. Um, it made my mother blush and I didn't even tell her the bad ones. Um, but yeah, Transmark, that sounds about perfect or Hellmark. I think Hellmark just kind of flows. Um, but it's coming to that. So here we go, guys. Um, pay attention. I'm gonna go ahead and read all this to you. Pay attention. An immigrant who just came over the border into our country in Arizona, illegally from, um, Guinea, which is in Africa, um, states that he has been instructed to go to an address written on a piece of paper that is in Philadelphia. The address that is listed is for a community center in the city who, WHO, United Nations, is instructing them to go where? Major cities and for what? Chaos and Democrat votes, and this is all done on purpose. You cannot tell me that this isn't totally planned and coordinated invasion to our country. No different from the playbook that they use to destroy Europe. This is happening every single day and tens of thousands and absolutely no one in our country is stopping it. They're still trying to convince you that the border is closed. Uh, is closed. Um, and then they're going to go over to Mexico sometime um, after Christmas and talk to them about the problem that we're having at our border and all this other stuff. Like I said, this Blame is... Blame it on Mexico. Yeah, exactly. Blame it on Mexico. And they're not going to because it was... It was what Kirk or whatever his name is, the the military guy and uh, someone else, can't remember who it is, are going to be the ones going over there. I don't trust either no, one of them no, because no. they don't care. They're still trying to convince us that there isn't a problem down there. Yeah, well, you already said it. I mean, it's color revolution. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's 100% a color revolution. You know, and I haven't heard about that yet. Um, Yeah, the United States of Mexico. Well put, Punky. Um, truth, I haven't heard about Klaus Schwab stepping down from the left, but I can promise you, if Klaus Schwab steps down from the World Economic Forum, somebody more sinister and evil, he's going to be replaced by the Antichrist. You can't really find someone too much more evil than that, man. He's going to be replaced by the Antichrist. He's like, step aside. have to be a fallen angel. What's that? Yeah, or a fallen angel. Or Yoval Harari. Touche, truth patriot. Touche. He immediately is like, wait a minute. There is somebody who's worse. I agree. I think Harari may be worse, is worse than uh, than Schwab. Oh, man. Our world. <laughs> Sinister demons walking all over the place, running the world. Um, so do you see where this is heading? They're changing laws um, in New York just so Trump can be sued. They're opening cases across the country against him for any semblance of a crime they can find. They're trying to remove him from the ballots just to keep him out of office. They're not allowing any debates in the Democrat part primary against Joe Biden. They're not allowing other candidates in some states on the primary ballot against Biden. They want anyone who questions elections removed from Social Square in silence. 
We're not heading towards a tyrannical government. We're already there. Will the people finally wake up? I hope so. We shall see. I'm seeing more people wake up. But like I said, you still have... um, you still have way too many people out there that are just, and it's and somebody came. I didn't save this, but someone said it perfectly. I haven't, um, I haven't ever met one person that voted for Biden who actually likes Biden as much as they hate Trump. So they literally will stand by this, and they know that this is a crap administration. They know exactly what's going on. Yes, Jay Wu. They need they to have be, to be pretty stupid not to, honestly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. They they know what's going on, but that they have been convinced so much to hate Trump that they they will go down with that shit rather than voting, you know, rather than vote for Trump, they will support Biden all the way through and the socialist, communist, democrat. This is crazy world, man. I've never hated anybody that much. Like never and, and trust me, Hillary Clinton's nowhere close to one of my my favorite people, but you know, I'm not going to go vote for someone who's ruining our country. Just because I hate Hillary Clinton. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna vote for Saul Linsky because she's running against him. Yeah, exactly. Well said. <laughs> and that's basically what you know these people are doing is they will vote for Saul Linsky, you know, that's, rather than, yeah, than vote for, for Trump. And all this is doing is giving Trump more support. So Representative Tim Burchett confirms that there are members of Congress who are currently being blackmailed to not release that information pertaining to the Jeffrey Epstein. So I believe so 100% that we've got to start electing people with guts for both parties because this is crazy. They, they, they blackmail each other and they know that they're being blackmailed. So oh, yeah. they've got all this dirt on one another. So you've got people out there that are pushing not to have this released. And it's like, all you're doing at this point is making yourself look guilty. Cause I'm like this. If you find something on me, I say release it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'll prove my innocence through, you know, through the facts. So if well, your name's not on the problem. list, you got nothing to worry about. Right? I don't think any of them are innocent. That's a big part of the problem. I don't think any of them are. Right. Absolutely so, not. They are, got where they are for a reason. willing to hang themselves. You know, exactly. And here's the thing. You know, we said it earlier. You know, if the elections were held today, who would you vote for? I'd vote for Trump. But... I'm also, if I was to hear that Trump was on Low Leader Express heading to Epstein Island, I would be standing against him harder than any liberal standing against him right now. I don't okay. pick and choose um, what I want to hear and what I don't want to hear just because I, I support someone. Look, if you're dealing in something like pedophilia, human traffic, or anything like that, I don't care if you were, I thought you were the greatest person that was on this earth. I will turn on you in a heartbeat and I will be your biggest adversary trying to or your biggest opponent trying to break this apart um and and prove your guilt because it, it has nothing to do with the person it has to do with the crime so and i see this all the time they're like well you guys would support trump and he was probably on that list it's like you don't know us very well we'll turn on him right. in a heartbeat if he was involved in this as everyone should right and, and if he was we'd already know it because you they would have us. been it they, that would have been the first thing they said yeah, Trump been is all, all over it. it. See, and that's what I've been saying for a while. They didn't hold this gun back. Trust me. As much as they've been going after mm -hmm. Trump for if Trump was involved in this stuff, boy, this would have that been released back been... in 2016, yeah. at the very least, <laughs> yeah. 2020. They wouldn't hold this ammunition back. No if they way. Had any evidence of it whatsoever, it would be out. Yeah, 100%. You can guarantee that. Um, but like I said, 
you know, people come, they're like, oh, you're voting for Trump. You're a racist. And it's like, well, you voted for Biden. You're a pedophile. Is this, is this how this game works? Right. Because uh, I've got more proof. I've got more proof on Biden than you guys have on Trump on anything that he's done. And I'm not saying he's clean. I told you if I'd vote for him, but I'm going to be very cautious about it because I know how the devil works. <laughs> right. The, the devil man. Racist than Trump's ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. You know, so it does, like I said, is I, I don't, in my heart, I don't feel, you know, mm-hmm. that, that. No, yeah. I don't either. I, because like, like we said, it would be all over social media. Exactly. They'd be calling for, they'd be calling for a Congress to meet because Trump was on the list. Oh, yeah. Especially now, because he's, Biden's lost the black vote for the Democrats. Oh, yeah. Big time. You're seeing that. Big time. Big time. You're seeing that all over social media. The black, they're done. Oh, yeah. Definitely. They're done. Um, This is interesting, too. So this came up from Breitbart. So. Jack Smith, who is the count, the special counselor who has been going after Trump for all this stuff, apparently um, his appointment is unconstitutional. So former attorney general tells the Supreme Court, the filing essentially claims that U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland improperly appointed Smith to an office that does not exist with authority that Garland does not possess, which means that every single thing that he has done is null and void. Everything. Well, That'd be well yeah, no. I should that in a fair world. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Right. Go. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good preference. They're good stuff. But yeah. Hey. <laughs> That's a good one, Punky. I agree. What'd she say? <laughs> she says, go Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't say it, but yeah, yes, yeah. my favorite <laughs> is for Trump. <laughs> well, well said. I just can't say it. Um, so then, and I hate to do this to you guys, you know, I, I avoid this at all costs, but you got to hear it from the cabbage patch mouth. Um, so it's, oh my God, they are in complete denial. There is nothing usual about what is happening at this border whatsoever. But listen, this is the this is what they try to explain to us. So people are out there buying it. Oh, okay. This is normal. Huh? Okay. And what we're seeing here at the border, the migration flow, uh, increased migration flow, certainly uh, it, you know, it ebbs and flows. And we're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border. And it's not unusual. This is an immigration system that has been broken for decades. And the president has taken this very seriously to try to do more. What has he done? He, he replaced <laughs> Kamala Harris as the border czar who did zero We've got more people coming across this month and then the last couple of months combined and more people in this administration than all administrations combined. You know, so how is this normal? But it's, it's insane. These people, they can lie so well, so That's easily. True. They will continue to say the same things over and over and over again. If you tell a lie long enough, people will eventually believe it. Yeah. Even it, apparently if the evidence is right in front of you, contrary to what they're saying. Dude, I'm starting to think that if you tell a lie enough, the one telling the lie starts to believe it. I think they do. I think they might. I mean, I, there's definitely some delusion in those uh, offices. Yeah. And I love this one right here. Always come across the good memes that I like to share with you. It says, you, um, you may think that you can live fine without Christ. But you cannot afford to die without them. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a really good, good one. Yeah, I always I come across those and I'm like, yay, that's awesome. I love the way they said that. Um, so this is from uh, Douglas McGregor. 
Probably a cousin down the road. He definitely, I mean, he's definitely related because <laughs> first and last name shared yeah. with my whole family. Right. Um, the Ukrainian nation is effectively dead. It's comatose. Well over 14 million civilians have left the country and oh. 500,000 have died. So Putin has done everything that he can to avoid a war with the U.S. and NATO. And we have done everything we possibly can to provoke it enough. What's the population of Ukraine? I don't know what it was. That but, 14 um, million people have left there. Yeah, but that that's, that's probably um, it's probably people that were over there living on on going to college, uh, Russians, uh, Ukraine right. citizens, and and you know just people that are kind of going back and forth between some of those local countries because that's pretty huge. And like I said, is Douglas McGregor? He's he's a no nonsense man. Mm -hmm. When he comes out and says something, like he he knows he's. <laughs> the, according to the United Nations, Ukraine has a population of 36,744,000 as of 2023, oh, wow. July 2023. So they're depleted right now. Yeah. That, that's what True Patriot says. 36.7. Yeah. So like half their country is like either dead or moved on <laughs> yeah. to other countries. And why are we still sending them money? Right, Mary? I agree with you. Well, yeah, that, that leaves, I mean, what, 20, 22,000, 23,000 people? Yeah. And we sent them billions. Oh, jeez. Oh, I know. And thousands of dollars per person. Yep. Laundered, laundered, laundered. That's what we call it now. What do we call money laundering today? We call it foreign aid. <laughs> so this is sad, disgusting, and not surprising. Um, court documents detail charges against Lawton Man connection with the shooting of an eight-year-old boy. So this eight-year-old boy and his mom were out looking at Christmas lights and this guy just walks up and shoots his kid in the head. Oh. Eight years old. I have not heard much about this at you, all. You know why? Because I'm it was a black man that shot him. Demographics involved. And they literally, exactly, they literally, on the news, they didn't put up a picture. They put up his name, Julian Phillips, which is, a, I mean, let's, let's face it. As far as names go, that's a, that's a pretty Anglo-sounding name, Julian Phillips. So when people don't see the picture, they mm -hmm. automatically assume it's a white guy. Yeah. The problem was is the social media jumped on it pretty quick and started spreading the picture of this guy around and he was a black man. So Monkey's wasn't white. Was that? No, he wasn't. Yeah. He was a black man, you know, with a very, like yeah. I said, so they tried it at first, you know, when they did mention it on, you know, regular written news, not, not they, no one's mentioned it as far as I know on uh, any like talking head news, but yeah, eight year old boy, this dude just walks up and kills him. And once again, Guy was on everyone's radar. They knew this guy was a problem person. They knew that he had committed all these other crimes before, and he was just roaming around in the streets, able to kill another kid. Oh, gosh. So I love this one, too. You guys should watch the Dukes of Hazard back in the day. So the star, uh, John Snyder, said this to Joe Biden today in one of the comments, and this is great. <laughs> this is one thing that I will – I don't trust Elon Musk, but I do like the freedom, the illusion of freedom that we're getting for the moment. <laughs> so his reply literally straight to Biden on Twitter was, I believe you are guilty of treason and should be publicly hung, and your <laughs> son too. <laughs> wow. That's putting it out there. Yeah. And that was from Breitbart News too. Yeah, so. that was uh, Breitbart. Exactly. I'm sorry, Breitbart. Um. <laughs> Let me see what we have left here. We'll go through a couple of times. Is it? Oh, 11.50. Man, this show went by really quick. Um, so we've got... Uh, which one was I going to play here? Oh, yeah. So Democratic presidential candidate Marianne Williamson. You guys remember Marianne Williamson? She, was, she ran um, when Trump 
was mm-hmm. running. I believe it was 2020. It may have been 2016. Can't recall. But she was the the real like new agey kind of mm-hmm. kooky lady. But she she still has more sense than most of the people that were up there on the Democrat side. But she's still you know a little kooky. But like I said, she also seems to be more constitutional than most of them. So she says. Um, joins Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in claiming the left is rigging primaries for Joe Biden. Yeah, she's well, I mean, perhaps they are. Yeah, oh, no, they certainly are. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, the new Supreme Court filing argues that Jack Smith was never properly appointed. So that was the actual, it came from the Supreme Court originally. Um, and we've got, um, this is the, this is the response that I told you earlier that John Snyder said, Mr. President, I believe you are guilty of treason and should be publicly hung. Your son too. Your response is question mark. Sincerely, John Snyder. So this was, he was replying to this. Trump poses many threats to our country, the right to choose civil rights, voting rights, and American standing in the world. But the greatest threat he poses to our democracy, if we lose that, we lose everything. And that came from Biden. And that was the, that's what, um, Dukes of Hazard guy uh, Snyder responded back to him. So good for him, man. There's a more of those people are are getting the courage to come out and start, you know, talking about this stuff live, which is yeah, pretty sure. awesome. He, he's always been pretty outspoken. Yeah, exactly. Um, play this. We'll play this little bit for you right here. This was uh some reporting overnight that yeah. the U.S. is planning for mass evacuations of Americans if the war were to spread. Can you kind of give context of how likely you guys are viewing that scenario and, and whether this is... Yeah, so they're talking about mass evacuations of Americans. Of and, Americans. and it's kind of one of those like cryptic mm-hmm. responses because, you know, at first it sounds like they're literally talking about right here. And this is, uh, what's his name? Kirby. Kirby. Um, you know, at the press conference, the house briefing today. Um, and then he kind of, you know moves away from what they were talking about, about here in the United States, evacuating Americans. Like why would why? you need to evacuate Americans? Mm-hmm. Um, so we, then he's like, Oh, and we, we got the problem. We got in other countries like Israel. We, you know, so we're keeping our eye over there because we have to do a mass evacuation. So we kind of fluttered off of the actual question. Well, and saying evacuate Americans is a very broad and impossible statement. Yeah. It's one thing to say, hey, we got to evacuate this city to a different part of the state or but, oops, sorry about that. Evacuate Americans too. Yes. And why? This is our home. Why are we being evacuated? Right. It was just we're so big. It's... It makes no sense to evacuate Mm-mm. the nation like Americans. Yeah. Like I said, it's impossible because um, America is where they evacuate other people to. <laughs> You right. Know? So yeah, I always say that, look at the border. <laughs> I always say that too to the uh to the the America haters. It's like where are you gonna go? Like literally the same people that are coming over to America to flee the places that they supposedly hate and treat them terribly are now here complaining about America. Like where else are you gonna go? And for those people here in America that are complaining about America, where are you gonna go, period? You know what I'm saying? Right. You're not gonna you're gonna head over to one of those crap hole countries that these people are running from. And I'm not well, saying I mean, there, there's some great countries, but the thing is though is that there isn't a place in America was the last hole mm-hmm. in this world. You know what I'm saying? Like there's great countries out there, but go ask anyone who lives over in Wales and England and Scotland how that's working for them. Ask anyone in New Zealand and Australia right now how that's working for them. You know, you could go to Antarctica, but they won't let you. 
Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah Canada, when Russia look starts Canada. looking like the best option to where yeah. to go. I, dude, seriously, it's yeah. like the only safe place we have left to That's go is Russia. Russia. <laughs> wow. I don't think he would take us. That's that's a flipped script from 1990. I mean, that is a completely flipped script. I know, man. How weird is this? This like literally, it's upside down world. I feel I feel um like Stranger Things talks about. It. It's like you've got like <laughs> yeah. regular world, and then you've got the underworld, which is what they call upside down world, where it's like the same exact thing. It looks the same, just one's dark and one's light. Um. And then one's evil and one's good. It's just, it, and they parallel each other. And then occasionally these worlds like seep into each other. Yeah. The inversions already happened. Maybe we were just sleeping that day. Mm. Maybe it was nap day. And then we missed the inversion when the world flipped over. <sighs> yes. Oh yeah. Bob, Bob, correct me. It's, it's the upside down. It's not the upside down world. It's just called the upside down. Upside down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it's interesting. I, I, I don't even watch these things for entertainment. I literally watch these things. To, to see <laughs> what they're what they're like trying to spring upon is <laughs> exactly. I know, and then Montana does pole shift. We got like earthquakes well, maybe, and, mm -hmm. and hurricane or not earth earthquakes and volcanoes all over the place. Yeah. Um it's crazy. You know, maybe that Mandela effect really is it's just remnants. Yeah, exactly. Long forgotten pre-inversion world. Yeah. Bam. Oh well. We'll get through this, guys. Fortunately, we know how this ends, and that's got so. You know, stay focused, stay in prayer. We're going to get through this just fine. But, man, our our, uh, our calmness and our patience is going to be tested without a doubt. You know, but God's also got us on a mission. So keep praying, asking God what that mission is for you. Ask him for the wisdom and the discernment to get us through these times. Because, you know, just like um, uh, just like uh, we heard the other night um, with Nemos, is that there's going to be a time where we're going to have to step up and, and protect each other. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're getting closer and closer and closer to that time. The closer we get to the elections, the closer we're going to get to that time, but it's coming. So John, do you have anything you want to say to round out before I get into prayer? I don't, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate the shout out on the baseball team stuff earlier too. Oh, absolutely. And we're going to, we're going to continue to yes. just kind of mention it here and there. Um, You know, just, you know, well, especially after the holidays, because me and everyone's probably like yeah. a little tight in the wallet right now. I completely understand that. So we'll, we'll definitely bring this up. But, you know, we watch out for one another. You're doing a great service um, for these children, mm -hmm. um, you know, in a world where the children are being disserviced, you know. So I think it's amazing what you're doing. And we're certainly here to help you out in any way that we can. Um, after the holidays, we'll definitely donate ourselves. Um, I wish I had enough money to become a sponsor. That'd be really awesome. Um you know, I'd love this, you know, I'd love that Kilton Christian, man, just getting more people to see and come over to the oh, show well. and, and, and hear about God. Cause like I said, is a, uh, once if Jeff from the dugout banner, your podcast name is definitely going to be on that banner either way. Oh, awesome. <laughs> awesome. And then I gotta, I gotta get with Matt and Heaven and see if they can't like laser engrave uh scripture into my pew pews. You, oh, no, cool. you lost those in the lake yeah they were all lost oh, in the lake so they're a little rusty yeah they don't work to the old parts you have laying around just yeah exactly exactly i just happen to have a lower receiver doesn't have anything else right <laughs> but, um, but i no, i truly I appreciate am. It, buddy i love you guys all in chat too and uh I, you know we hope you have a, a, an absolutely beautiful christmas like i yes. said you, you'll be joining us mm -hmm. um you will you'll be joining us for monday um at least for a little bit just to kind of say hello to everybody um 
Jay Wu will be on with this. Uh, Jeff will be on with us. Douglas will be on with us. And then tomorrow evening on Friday, um, we'll be having Douglas uh, on as well, just to kind of end this out. I think it'll probably be the last uh, Chasing Squirrels episode of the year. Um, and he said to bring your seatbelt, guys. So uh, the way it sounded, I'd bring a five-point harness. <laughs> I'd go with the big the, the big guns, bring out the five-point harness, because he sounds like he's ready to, to unload on what's happening in this world. You know, um, I'm going to let him. I need to get my little, I need to get my beeper hooked back in here so I can be like, beep, 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 as he, as he, upload <laughs> every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. Like, let me know when you're, blink at me when you're about to cuss so I can hit the beep button. <laughs> but, uh, once again, John, we love you, man. And we're just grateful and thankful for you. Um, you've been yes. just a very mm-hmm. wonderful, um, loyal brother. Uh, you're, you're just a good person in general. And it's just, it's an honor to have you as a brother, as a friend, you know, and then coming on the show every Thursday, we just, we sincerely appreciate you. We love you. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. Yeah. I love you guys. I love mm-hmm. being here with you. We love having you. I know. And I know yep. you're exhausted, man. So. <laughs> he's exhausted. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> I put my on. Justin Nemos did that last night because he was up for like oh, two hours. Him. Yeah, he, he was. Like, <gasps> <gasps> it's like it's all right, man. Yeah, it's a late care. night show. It's yeah. it's twelve o'clock here in yeah. the United States on the East Coast. <laughs> yes. um, but if everybody would please uh, bow your heads, we'll get into a little bit of spiritual warfare and some prayer before we uh, leave for the evening, and uh, hopefully. Podbean lets us get through with this prayer, unlike last night. And it was a good one, guys. You just had to take my word for it. But God was still her listener. That's that's the important part right there. So everyone, please bow your heads. Look at my puppies already ready to pray. Yes. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another beautiful day. Thank you for all the the gifts and everything that you just give us every single day. The fact that we you bless us with another day, and the fact that, you know, hopefully you'll bless us with another day tomorrow, dear Lord. And if you do, let us utilize this time that we have here. Let us be here for one another. Let us continue to pray for one another. Let us be here to lift each other up as one of his falls, dear Lord. Continue to bring us the courage, the discernment, the wisdom, and the strength that we're going to need as we walk into these times. Don't let us get sucked into the chaos, dear Lord. Don't let us get pulled into the deceptive and the distractions that they're pulling on us every day. Let us talk about what's happening in this world, but not get consumed in it. If we're going to get consumed in anything, dear Lord, let it be in your holy words and the scripture and all of those gifts that are going to be coming to us in heaven, dear Lord, because of the opportunity of salvation that you have given us. Dear Lord, we take so much for granted down here on this earth, and we just need to be better people and start appreciating everything, because often we find that the little things are the biggest things that we have in our lives. The memories, the things that we do in our lives, those are the things that we're going to carry with us in our heart. It's not going to be anything on this earth, no gold, no silver, dear Lord. It's going to be our acts going to be the love that we have for you and that relationship so dear lord continue to let us work in our lives every single day to become better people better followers of christ more christ-like every single day dear lord let us never miss a day where we repent for the things that we've done wrong and then spend the next day trying to better ourselves to become better people dear lord i'm so thankful for the opportunity because we would all be damned to hell if it wasn't for you sending your son down dear lord and we know that that Christ was not born on the day that we celebrate, dear Lord, but there's no wrong day to celebrate you. We should be celebrating you seven days a week. We should be celebrating you 13 months a year, dear Lord, the real 13, not the 12 that they've given us, dear Lord. We need to let every moment that we have be spent in as much prayer as we possibly can. Dear Lord, if we're watching too much television, we're watching too much news, and we get pulled into too many of the things on this earth, 
we need to recognize and remember that we need to spend more time in prayer, more spine talk, more time talking to you, whether we're driving down the road in our car, standing in the shower, dear Lord, I know you're always there with us and you're always there to listen. <clears throat> so I thank you for those opportunities. Dear Lord, thank you for having patience with us our whole lives, dear Lord, to bring us to the point we are today. And I ask humbly, dear Lord, that you please give us the patience with others. Some days are a little bit more difficult than others, dear Lord. And you know, you hear me down here just mumbling and shaking my head in just absolute disbelief. So I ask, dear Lord, that you continue to work in our hearts and our minds so that we are praying for our enemies, that we're forgiving those that have that have transgressed against us, dear Lord, those that have turned their backs on us, those that have said bad things or done bad things to us, dear Lord, let us be able to forgive them and move on because we all stumble. We all have times where we just don't do the right thing. And I'm just thankful that I'm not held accountable by everybody for some of the things that I've messed up in my past. So dear Lord, let us always remember where we've come from. Let us never forget so that we can help other people find that salvation that we have found with that relationship with you, dear Lord. We can give our testimonies and maybe even help people from becoming what we were at one point or possibly bringing them out of what they are just to give them proof with that with, within us that anybody can be saved, dear Lord, and it's only because of you. Father, we thank you. We love you with all of our hearts. And dear Lord, we know that this day, this holiday that we celebrate that we call Christmas is filled with just different pagan influences and so forth. But dear Lord, let us take it back. Let us all come together and focus and pray and thank you for the beautiful things you've given us, that mercy, the grace that you show us every single day, dear Lord. Let us own that day and take it away from the evil people. Dear Lord, there's a lot of deception on this earth. History's been manipulated. But we do know that the word is real. So let people focus on that, dear Lord, and let us spend the rest of our days on this earth spreading that word and helping those that cannot help themselves. But Heavenly Father, we love you with all of our hearts. And we ask, dear Lord, that you pray for, um, answer the prayers. Uh, John, who are we praying for? Uh, my own eyes and ears. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. My own eyes and ears is having some, uh, <clears throat> all we know is that it's just some uh, health issues. So dear Lord, I asked it. You just bless her. You pray over her, help her through these times. And anyone else who is reaching out right now with health issues, financial issues, or anything else, dear Lord, I know you'll answer those prayers. But let us all pray together, dear Lord, because prayer in groups is so powerful. And we thank you, dear Lord, for giving us an opportunity, many opportunities, many platforms to come together and pray for one another, pray with one another. We uh, are so thankful for everything that you do. And I also ask, dear Lord, that you pray for uh, turf as well. Not exactly sure what's going on, dear Lord, but we all end up in some dark places time. Trust me, Father, you see me in some dark places sometimes, but you always shine that glorious light and you lead me out of that darkness. So, dear Lord, I ask that you just bless Turf, you lay your hands on top of him and just give him that light that he is looking for right now. Bring him out of this dark place that we all fall into some forth. Let him know, dear Lord, that he's not the only one, that we all end up in these times and we are here for one another 100%. Turf, reach out to us as well. We will all pray for you anytime that you ever need it. We are here for one another, dear Lord. And I thank you so much for bringing us all together so that we can have this ability to pray for each other throughout the day, anytime that we need it. Dear Lord, we love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
I need to Beautiful. write some of these prayers down. But like I said, I always try to keep an eye on and pray for everyone that, that reaches out in the prayers, you know. And also, you can go to any number of the signal um, the signal groups that have been set up uh, mm-hmm. by multiple people, including the vineyard where you can just go in there on any given time and just reach out, ask for prayer. And you're going to have like 40 people right there instantaneously praying for you. You know, this is the great thing about this community it's expanding more and more and we are here for one another, which is just, it's amazing. This is what, this is what good followers of Christ do. Mm-hmm. We lay down everything that we're doing and then we, we pray for those that are in need. So this is just awesome. And I love these opportunities, but, uh, John, thank you so much, brother, man of the great conversation. I know you're going to be very successful moving forward in the baseball as well. And like I said, we'll continue to kind of mention the uh, charity that you've got going on to help fund this team. Um, it's amazing. And I hope you and your family have an absolutely beautiful Christmas. You do the same. Everybody in chat, do the same. Have an awesome Christmas. And living as well. You're going to gonna have a great Christmas. Looking forward to it. Yes, absolutely. Um, thank you always for, for being here and joining us. Uh, we'll be here chasing squirrels with Douglas tomorrow. Don't encourage <laughs> Oh, I'm encouraging them. We're going to end this year on a bang. Exactly. Hey, JC <laughs> Bird. So great to see you, man. We yeah. love you. Merry um, Christmas. Yeah, I know. There's and one thing too I want to say real quick. I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna end in one more quick little prayer because it's something that, that just kind of hit my heart right now. Father, dear Lord, please be with all those people that have lost loved ones this year. Um, it's you know, it, it's a tough thing to deal with loss in general, but it's really tough, dear Lord, to deal with losses, especially come the times of holidays. And we've had a lot of just family members right here. I'm looking at four of them instantaneously who've lost people that were very, very close to home. So dear Lord, just get into their hearts and just fill their hearts with joy and love during this time. Let them, if they get sad during this time and need to talk to them, please just give them the inspiration to reach out to any one of us, us included. We got our number just so that we can be there and just give them that love, that unity in that family that they may be seeking during this time because you know, there's, there's sometimes that you feel lonely, but there's no time that you feel more lonely than being alone on a holiday, especially when you've lost someone freshly over this past year. It's a hard thing to deal with you, Lord. So just bless all of them. Be with them, Father. Give them that extra special attention, dear Lord, and let them know that we are all here with all of our hearts, with true love to be here for them and just give them that extra family if they need it. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. It's a Amen. quick little reminder. We've a lot of people have, have lost, lost people this people year. This, yeah. Yes. You know, poor Conley, Bob. I mean, just, I can go on and on Ferguson recently. Um, mm-hmm. JC. I mean, it's just, um, uh, it, it's just, it's heartbreaking. Uh, do exactly. Do, do he's right there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's heartbreaking, you know, but like I said, God gives you family to reach out to yeah. us. If you need to talk, we are absolutely here for you. Mm-hmm. And like I said, God's going to give you that extra attention. He always comes through and answers the prayers. But but guys, I love you very, very much. Remember, we'll be back tomorrow for Kilt the Christian episode 510. Douglas chasing Christmas squirrels going to be a fun episode. <laughs> if you guys want to laugh, if you want to yeah. cry, you'll probably have the opportunity <laughs> to be most. You maybe shake a fist and throw some rocks. You never know. <laughs> it's Douglas. It's always a great conversation. And an hour and a half goes by so quick. And then once again, I will also let you know tomorrow evening um, if we're going to be able to do the Saturday show. I'm just feeling up to it. We're going to hit it up, do an hour show on Saturday, kind of a pre-Christmas show. I know Jeff's ready to get back on. And then we'll be doing a show on Monday. So it'll be 8 o'clock instead of our 1030 um, Eastern time, normal time. 8 o'clock Eastern time. We're going to be doing an hour show just to thank God for Jesus. And we're going to 
run around to do a little prayer circle and let everybody pray. It's going to be great. We're going to have some more brothers. Jay Wu right here. Yeah. He'll be here with us as well. So I love y'all very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your evening. We will see you tomorrow night for episode 510 with Douglas. In the meantime, I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red the bombs bursting in That our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave? Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your evening. For those of you that are going to be heading out on the road um, and won't be, won't be back until uh, after Christmas, drive safely, be safe, have an absolutely beautiful and safe uh, holiday season, especially Christmas. Pray, 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 guys. There's no wrong time to pray, and this is probably one of the best times. Just celebrate the Lord Almighty and all that we have been given. And remember this. We know how this ends. God wins. So stress not fear not. Let go of your anxiety. Hold that line. Pray, pray, pray. Spread the gospel from nation to nation. We're going to get to this just fine. God's going to give us everything that we need to be successful in our missions, and we are all here as God's warriors. Guys, I love you very, very much. We'll see you tomorrow night for episode 510 of Kilted Christian with Douglas chasing Christmas squirrels. We'll see you tomorrow evening. We love you, and God bless.